Last week, um, we, we were discussing the uh, terrible situation with the Astros and their scandal, where with which we discussed is a two major issues. The first issue being what's called Gneva Dat, which means a conveying a false impression that you're better than you really are, or whatever the false impression may be. But Moshe Feinstein, in his response uh, addressing cheating on uh, standardized exams, brought up a very a, a big leap he made um, to, to halachically rule that there's another major issue, which is not just conveying a false, um, false impression, which is a problem unto itself, the form of geneva, form of, of theft, but it's actually theft, it's monetary theft, because if by conveying that false impression you end up with a monetary gain, so then it now switches from just conveying the false impression to actually stealing money. Because if, if you getting your salary in this case, or your job, or whatever it is, um, or your Nike sign, you know, uh, commercial sign-up. Endorsement. Uh, endorsement. So then, then your conveying a false impression actually ends up as monetary theft because every time you get a paycheck from your employer or your or your whatever contractual obligation you have, you are now um, stealing money because he wouldn't have been giving you that money without that. That's the assumption. If you, assuming you could make that assumption, okay. So it has to do with um, again, which we didn't discuss and Ed brought up last week, which is there's something there's lying. Again, and, and conveying a false impression is not really lying. You're just giving, it could be sometimes even the, it's just by your actions, the assumption is people make assumptions. But if you're intentionally trying to make that assumption, so is that official, it doesn't even have to be a, a explicit lie. Okay, as we'll see, and it's very relevant to our topic today. So we'd like to then jump from there to, um, which people here, it's closer seems interesting to me that that uh, the question of health insurance and coding and all medical coding and all that is nearer and dearer to people's hearts here than the Astros, which I was very sad about, but um, but it seems like that, that was the case. So we're going to now jump from there and try to apply some of those principles. Yes? You might be pleased to know that I took your teaching from last week and the very next day in my class on films and medicine, the students are supposed to watch the film the week before. And they rarely fess up. At least half of them don't watch it. So I told them they're giving the miss, they're signing up for a class, committing to what, and then they don't do it. And I use your teaching. Oh, but that's only again, it would only be, I think it's, and this is something we'll talk about today, it's standard practice when you give out things in, in universities that students know they're not going to do that. They're not conveying the false impression. You're the one who's fooling yourself thinking that he listen to you. And well, that's one way of looking at it, you know, see. Yeah, we actually expect the students to do some work. How did the students work. feel after you told them that? Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... Well, yes, because I have no power over them. No, I can fail them. You're fooling yourself, thinking that they're going to watch it. So we said last week, if, and that's important as in today's discussion, that oh. if, if the... Two Jews if it's not that you're conveying the false impression, it's the person that's fooling themselves to create that impression. Like we said, when I visit someone in the hospital, the other patient thinks I came to visit him. Or cases like that, where it's them, uh, you know, fantasizing about this false impression. Look, they're signing for the class, not, committing, their fault. they're signing for the class, committing to doing this, and they don't do it. So again, I'm gonna, that's standard practice in most universities, I believe. So I'm not sure it's standard practice. That happens yeah, so all the time. Yeah. Yeah. People sign up for gym membership, 
Monday, how often do they go? Well, the gym membership, you know, I can't, just because you buy it doesn't mean you're going to go use no, it. No, that's like, a contractual that I no one cares if they're not coming here. In fact, they're happy when they don't come. No, I understand. Yes, you're you, an expert you, in that area now. You, implicit, you implicitly don't believe they're going to do it. That's why you have a test at the end. So listen. Not right. If you thought that they were going to do it, if they did it, you wouldn't need a test. Different topic. You can't, um, you can't so hear. Boy, it's very common. This yes, sort of so, thing so we're, we're going to talk about today. Common. So oh, no, the, the fact that something is industry practice or very common change, uh, change the halacha. Okay, the fact that everyone does it seems to be the common the common cry of health insurance and coding etc this is the normal practice in the industry does that make it okay which is really the question Everybody you, assimilates. going back is to the Astros okay? just to, to help the transition here the fact that all teams steal signs and so you were saying that last week or it's, it is common in in practice or all, all players are taking steroids does that make it okay so there is so 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 just to be clear, by the way, I tried to find, uh, as as you know, my material in this class is usually not my own. I usually um, uh, borrow. Borrow. But you almost leave. You tell us flat out you're stealing yeah. this from somebody right. else. So usually it's it's uh, I want to use the word plagiarized, but I usually borrow it and try to look around and find things on it. There's no share, at least that I found, and I called some big rabbis. Also, there's really nothing that discusses. Um, this issue specifically of coding health insurance um, and and the way it's done and I don't know honestly I don't know enough about it so so it seems to me it's very clear meaning uh, so I wanna, there is a, so the only thing I know about and I will talk about other cases that I found but meaning there is a concept in in the laws of Hosh and Mishpat which I actually couldn't find the source yet didn't have enough time to do the full research on it um, which is that if something is standard industry practice then that's to be expected but. It's not about stealing money, meaning that's only applied, let's say, for Geneva's das, where which was what you're bringing up. Meaning if conveying a false impression, if it's this is the norm, everyone does this, let's say, let's say the case, like we're saying the Astros, everyone steals signs. So then when I'm buying season tickets, I have to understand that that's what's done. So therefore, they're not stealing from me, by, or they're not conveying that false impression. It's known this is what's done, just like we're saying, let's say today, um, it's known people go into Best Buy just to look at laptops which are going to buy on Amazon. So then you're not really conveying the false impression you're coming to buy. Because 70% of the people, or let's say 50% or whatever, or 40% of the people walking into Best Buy, Best Buy understands they're not coming to make a purchase. Most people today, or let's say 50% of the people, buy everything on Amazon. They don't buy anything. They're going to shop around online. So therefore, it's no longer a false impression today, let's say, when I'm walking into a store. And, and not purchase and really not coming to buy. I don't have to tell the guy, like I did in my IKEA day, that I'm not here to purchase. It's understood. This is the way shopping's done today. Mo many people, or a good percentage of people, shop online. Right? So, so, so the dynamics change, meaning just, it's not, it's not that the Allah is changing again, the facts are changing. Um, it used to be you walk into a store, 90% or 95% people coming to make a purchase. <coughs> but then, if you walk in and you're not stating that I'm here, just uh, you know, just biding time because my wife is in the I, other I, store. I, I, do, that I, do that and then I buy. What? <laughs> I do that. I say I'm. I'm want to now. I'm not yet to buy today. I want to just. I'm doing my research still. If it's a big item, <coughs> I say yes, and I'll end up buying. Right. Okay. So, there's I mean, so many again. It could be so today. That's the, the normal practice. Hmm? You redeem so the rest of us. So no, I think it happens to you too. Probably. What I'm saying is, but it's fascinating what yeah. you're saying. 
why would halakha change in that case just because yeah, everyone is lying? Hmm? It's not that everyone's lying, they're not lying. No, it's meaning, the question is, when I walk into a store, does the shopkeeper automatically assume I'm here to purchase? And therefore, he's spending time with me, he's working on commission, this poor salesman, and he's trying to get me to buy when I have no objective buying. It's not I'm lying. Today, 50% of the people that walk into stores are lying in that boat. So he knows he's fooling himself to think that this guy is going to buy. In yeah, a certain that, sense, that's, that's so it's not that Allah is changing. It's for the, the popular, the, the, the pukhazi going out and seeing what people are actually doing and changing right. halakha based on that. No, so it's not, again, so that's why I pointed out. It's not, Allah has not changed. Allah says, you, if the person's fooled, meaning if you're doing something to instill that false impression, then it's a problem. But if, meaning, if wh- why would someone assume it's a false impression? It's only because. In those days, 90% you didn't have online shopping and you didn't have... So when the person's walking in, that's what he's walking in for, to buy. But today where the numbers change, I mean, it has to do with... You look at what's the numbers that a shop owner needs to know. If he doesn't know that most people are buying on Amazon today, then he's not going to do well in business. So he, that's his problem. That he's... You know, it's not that Allah is changing. It's the dynamics of society has changed. And therefore, I'm no longer conveying that false impression when I walk in. It's not that... I understand you're what you're saying. Understand? I'm not sure I get the, the point with halakha, how all of a sudden there's still the notion of going into a store, knowing you're not going to purchase in the store, knowing you're going to buy on Amazon, somehow the the uh, responsibility now falls on the shopkeeper to understand that, of course, they're not going to buy in my not store, they buy in Amazon. there's a good chance, right. 50%. Yes. So that, that responsibility has shifted you're exactly. saying from the person entering the store to the shopkeeper. Right, so that meaning the halacha was always like that, meaning it goes back to what we said before. If the person's fooling themselves into the false impression, it's not your pro. You're not trying, you're not intentionally trying to convey but the still false impression. I would feel that halacha would still find responsibility to fall on the shopper to still acknowledge the fact that you are wasting someone else's time and mm-hmm. you should feel some mm-hmm. responsibility for that. And what you're saying is actually no, you should not feel any Again, responsibility because it's the shopkeeper's responsibility. In the case where it's let's say fifty fifty for so getting but do you want do you want to say, you want to say? Oh I'm 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 Agree with agree with him? Oh, I'm okay. <coughs> um, I thought you would For me the halakha is still remains. Okay, so one second, let me explain. So 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 I forgot what I want to say, but but um the point is like this. If I intentionally take a case where I walk into Best Buy and I tell the guy, I want to purchase this laptop, can I see it? If I would say that, then that's a problem. Meaning, because then I, I mean, You're meaning again, in the, door. The, 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 the principle of the way I understand it of Geneva Stas is I'm intentionally make, stating something to convey that false impression. You're walking I'm intentionally, in the door. No. Or I'm potentially doing something to convey that false impression. Here I'm not. This, if, the meaning teaching, if the numbers show the that teaching was never that way about you had to say those words to yes, convey no them. I agree the pr- original halakha was just you walk into a store and you re- inquire about an item right and let's say my intention is not to convey a false impression like the hospital case that case you understand let's start there yeah. it was the case where I'm, wa- I'm, I ha- listen, I'm not going to say I can't visit someone in the hospital because the other guy is going to get the false impression the guy in the next room no, and obviously it's ridiculous I don't have to put on a sign. I'm, I'm only coming to visit this right. guy. No, right? that's fine. So, so meaning on the, over there, you understand it. Why? Because again, my intention is to visit this guy, or or the case the Gemara gives. Let's take even that's a more extreme case. The case the Gemara gives is this rabbi was coming into town. Two other right. rabbis were leaving town, 
And the guy said to them, oh, so nice you came out to greet me. Right? So, listen, we, did, we were coming to, to town. We were just traveling on the road. We were strapped in a truck stop. And this guy, you know, he is so high on himself that he thought they were coming out to greet, to greet him, right? So that, you, you well, he was agree. just expressing gratitude, and that's fine. No, but I'm saying you understand that he was fooling himself in that case. There's no onus on the on the part no of the rabbis coming in. It's just so. No, forget the commerce. Commerce is very important. No, but the Gnevistas is not only about commerce. I understand, but that adds a level of concern. Yes. In halacha. Yes, but but that just will maybe upgrade it to well, even that. Even let's say in the case of Best Buy, no one's going to say it's stealing. No one calls it actual theft. Theft of time or theft again. Yeah. It's really theft but of time. If, if you walk into the store and say, when the salesperson comes up to you, I'm just looking. Yes, well, that's fine. That's, that's clear. That's that not a question. Right. Fair but I'm saying is, I'm, even I'm, halakha would still have a problem with that if you then really have the intention of not buying ever and buying it on Amazon. No, I'm not sure. You can't just say, I'm looking. No, you. Because that still has the intent of, I'm looking to buy. But if really in your head you're saying I'm not I'm not buying at all, I'm just looking to then buy on Amazon. That conveys a different uh, so, yeah. impression. Let's show I, I, I'll give you an example. Which I think you're confusing yeah. intent with agency. If you're if you're 100% committed to buying an Amazon, you just want to go touch and feel the product. Right. I think you are misleading the guy. On the other hand. Well, not, I'm not sure if you say what Nader said, which is, I'm taking a walk in and say, listen, I'm just shopping around, I'm just looking around, I'm not buying No, that, oh, no, I'm, no, just no. Looking exactly. I'm going to buy it on Amazon, I just want to touch it. Said. I okay. want to feel it, but I'm going to buy it on Amazon. Okay, well then you're being very obvious, right. okay? Right. Your intent is not to mislead. I agree. No, but that's more, you're, like he's saying, you're explicitly stating. You're, you make a statement which, which you're not misleading. Well, well, There's no question. You're confusing right, responsibility with intent. What you said on your first date. Right. Perfectly fine. They're two different things. Intent and who's who has agency. The, the seller has certain intent. The, the, and the buyer has certain intent. The seller's intent is, I understand people are coming in here. Some actually come here and want it now. Others definitely going to buy an Amazon no matter what. And there's a group in between yeah. that their intent is not but, but in your example, you use the definition of the buyer, and by mm -hmm. stating to the seller that you have no intention of buying, you've actually removed yourself from the definition of being a buyer. At that point, you are just an observer. Mm -hmm. I agree. But you're, but you're you changed, you've changed In that your case, we explicitly stated there's no question. You've changed your relationship. He's arguing in the, in the middle case where I That's come That's still in. a good way to go. Still a good way to go. What I'm help. saying is that the, the, the formula has changed over years. The Holocaust hasn't the changed. The expectations have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Of a shopkeeper. Yeah, just the, the nature of so the interaction. It used to be coming to shop, 90% of the people ended up purchasing. Yeah. Or you coming to purchase. I have to convince you and give you a good negotiate a good price. But if I'm not coming, I'm just coming. He's saying to touch and feel. I'm not, and clearly not coming to purchase. Has that, has that <coughs> expectation changed today? But if <coughs> you know, I, I Depending on no. the numbers. I would think from Halakha, I would say no. You would say based on everyone does it. Therefore, it's okay. Oh, so that's my question. Yeah, oh, we'll get back. If, if there's more than one store in town that has that product, same you, issue. You can come in and say, "I'm looking for my best price." You know, so I'm indicating. No, that but you're that's different. That means if you give me the best price, I'm going to buy. So yeah, I am here to purchase. If you yeah, give me, but, that's a negotiation. But, but you haven't gone, and you say, but you haven't gone to the other store to see what their best price is. Yeah, but that's. But that means if I could convince you that to exactly. buy it here, then you're going to buy it. 
So that's different. He's saying a case where I know clear I'm not going to buy it. I already found it. <coughs> Dan's deal is one of these sites where it's that no way they can That scenario works like this. The, the seller then says to you, okay, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give you a price if you buy it now. If you yeah, don't, it goes back right. to the other price. And yeah, that's but the fine. point is that there is a chance you're buying there, so that's yes. not going to have that. But I'm that saying where Ron's case is where you clearly decided you're ready, you know where you're buying it, if, assuming you like the touch and feel. But you're not buying it here. By the way, I just, again, I just want to mention a plug for Best Buy since we're cashing them, is that they will match your Amazon Prime, meaning if you show them on your phone this is that you can get it for this price, they will match it. That happens too. No, no, they have. That's their policy. Yeah. If you okay. go into the store and you tell them, I'm not going to buy it here, I'm going to buy it on Amazon, and you get a really good salesman and he manages to sell it to you at Best Buy, <laughs> is he stealing from Amazon? <laughs> no. no. it's like this. You go and say, look, I want to buy the best telescope I can to steal signs at the baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, so, uh, so I'll give you an example. Yeah. So I, g I gave this class, I don't know if... Isn't that the only place I give classes, by the way? Yeah. I gave this class like s probably six, seven, eight years ago in a business setting, business ethic, and it was actually real estate people, and they told me in, when it comes to real estate, it is part of the industry. Let's say you're um, looking to buy a you know, building, an office building somewhere, so you need to know surrounding prices, what the last sale was. Let's say what's selling per square foot next door. How much is it selling for square feet? So the norm in the industry is you call the place next door and you ask them. And that's, even though they know you're not buying, he's saying that, this guy was telling me, it was a big real estate guy, town, that that is the norm. So in that case, he's saying, everyone knows when you call, you're not necessarily interested in buying, you're a broker, you could be, you want to know pricing, which is the norm. Again, you're a so broker, second, not a buyer. Exactly. So meaning, so he's saying... Brokers are fine. No, no, what he's saying is when the guy picks up in the sales office in the next door building, yeah. they understand that many people are calling or not, or just calling to find out you know, what the local area. That's he no, no, right, exactly. as a broker? No. But, but even so, those are I'm unique is, items. So in a, in a case where it's the industry norm to do that, is what I'm saying is, there is such a concept in Choshe Mishpat, in, in the law of business ethics, that if that's the industry norm, so even, so people understand it. So let's like, <laughs> take the case of... Then everything's out the window. I no. mean, literally, if you go by that rule, then that's the biggest loophole in the world. No, well, everyone that's, cheats. Again, everyone no. cheats. So one second, when that, okay. so that's where I want. That's where I want to get to today. Which is relevant, very relevant to this topic, which is that only works, let's say, for Ganevas Das or expectations. But it doesn't work. You can't steal money. Meaning, I can't lie and say, "Listen, everyone's cheating. Everyone's cheating on their tax. So I can cheat on my taxes too. Everyone cheats on their tax." That it doesn't work for that. It doesn't work. For stealing, it only works conveying a false impression. We're saying it's not a false impression if the the recipient of that false impression knows that everyone, when you know everyone, let's say, let's go back to a simpler case. Everyone, you know, when you write your resume for whatever job you're applying when you leave college, right? There's people who write resumes who know how to to beef it up, meaning that you pay them for it. It's called embellishment. Like he was saying, it's called puffery. There's puffery and there's lying. Puffery is not prohibited. In the, in the, in, you see an advertisement on TV and they're saying, if you buy this car, you know, and they have, uh, I don't know, J-Lo, whoever's in the seat, pretty woman, doesn't mean when you buy this car you're going to get that type of woman for a date, necessarily. Many people think that. Men buy cars because well, of the advertisement. They might get right? a every, very low. <laughs> every car <laughs> advertisement has a pretty woman next to the car or in the car. 
Why? Because that sells cars. Pretty women sell cars. Does that mean now a guy could say, "Listen, he's I, I bring back a return my car. You you ripped me off. I didn't get the good date after I bought the car. I'm still getting my bad dates." Um, right. So that's <laughs> the definition. Meaning, meaning, that's called puffery. It's not lying. They're not telling you. It doesn't say an advertisement. To me, that's buy this not car puffery. and get the pretty that's woman. That's called marketing. Right. Well, that's what puffery. So is. definition well, I mean, of misleading might change. Marketing, but not stealing. marketing <laughs> is you can stretch. Marketing means I'm allowed to stretch the tooth because everyone knows. Any insane person knows when I just because I'm buying this car doesn't mean I'm gonna get the woman with the car. The, but even though the commercial showing that, look, the guy rolls up to the bar with his with his with his beautiful car and seventeen women that, that's pile a in. Great example, but okay. No, no, I, I'm starting from seventy virgins. <laughs> right? I didn't say seventy. I said seventeen. Um, so meaning, you know, what they say four to five doctors recommend this toothpaste, right? Everyone knows it's BS. And if you look in the bottom, it says it even sometimes. This is the, you know, in the, in the fine print, right? But then it needs to, okay. No, so that's legal legalities. But I'm saying no one can make the claim. Listen, it said it's going to make my teeth white in, in, thir in 30 seconds, and it didn't work. It took 45 seconds. Everyone understands, meaning, again, the, even though they're conveying a false impression with that advertisement. So you're telling it's me... It's that, that so an, why is it okay? If an orthodox observant Jew were to write that commercial... You think that would be okay? Yes. That's so what say saying. four out of five, that is even though that person that wrote the commercial knows that's a So it means four out of five dentists in no, Guadalajara. Or, you think or, that's okay? No, it's meaning no, it can't be a open, can't be an explicit lie. What I'm saying is in That sounds like an explicit right. lie. What I'm saying is it could be four out of five dentists in Kenya recommend that's right. Okay. Meaning there has to be some truth to it, but I'm saying is it, it, it's embellished. Everyone knows when you're watching advertising. Most people know, unless you're seven years old, that when you're I'm watching advertising, they're, they're, they're fake. Yes. So the therefore, yes. What I'm saying is, yeah. therefore, since the norm of society is this is the way advertisements work. You know, when when Burger King shows the burger time. with At the cheese time. dripping down, the, the, you know, it's all fake. It's all like <coughs> no no burger in Burger King looks like the thing in the advertisement with the sizzling and the dripping. And you know it doesn't yeah. it doesn't look like that. You walk in the Burger King, there's flat fries, and there's right? when you get your toothpaste in the mirror. I look through the window. I, I checked this out because of the class. I did my research. Okay. So the point is right. Nothing looks like it does in the advertisement. The women don't look the same. Okay. The, the, the food doesn't look that's the same. Understand? Right? But so one second. Right. So my point is that's exactly my point. So why is that okay? How, like he's saying, this, they're all Jewish writers, as we know. Right, everyone we control Hollywood. So why why is that okay for these Orthodox Jewish writers to be writing those advertisements? It's because it's understood. This is the industry practice. This is puffery. This is everyone knows that the advertisements are embellishing. Therefore, it's it's okay. You're allowed to mar like you're saying. It's called marketing. That is called marketing. Okay. So 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 when there's an industry practice, not that it makes stealing okay. But it, but if the industry practice is when you t when you're a real estate agent you take people around the house and you're saying this is the best house on the market everyone knows this is you know this is amazing you, what you can do with this room this is where your kids are going to love this room because of the pink color will help their vibes even though she's lying through her teeth but that's okay because that's the norm in the industry why is that okay because you're not, not okay. because that is part of Everyone knows. You need to know when you go. When you go look at a house, the real estate is it, agent is it, that, uh, that there's going to be puffery, right? Are you trying to sell allowed out. by Jewish law to exaggerate? That's the question. Yes. Not it, in when it comes to sales, out of advertising. 
Can you exaggerate? So again, Have you heard a sermon lately from a rabbi? What are you, you talking about? You can't state a lie. You can't state a lie. But no, you but can exaggerate. Embellish. Yeah. Exaggerate is, a, I don't know, embellish. Embellish is the, is the term I would say. Embellishment is okay when this is the normal, normally done in this industry. So if I'm selling this building and no, I'm saying, it, you know, out of the industry, it's amazing, just, people just, are, just, this is the corner, you know, so, traffic comes in this corner. Are you that's the job of, this, of the sales agent. That's not, he's not, that's not, you wouldn't call that Geneva's not. Everyone understands, the guy is doing his job. If he wouldn't be saying that, then he would lose, he would be fired, right? No, but that's, that's not You want to say it's ethical, it's brutal, maybe, but I'm saying is, that's the norm in the industry, so... Allah recognizes that, just like society recognizes. So therefore, just like you hopefully recognize when you go to look at a property that this person's embellishing the property. So therefore, it's not a false impression. This is the way you market property. So you have to build it up, just well, like on my resume. You know, I went to to Mir Yeshiva in Israel. I just learned Talmud all day, but I'm going to put in my resume because I, I don't have much to put in my resume. So I'm going to write, you know, uh, toward the world, uh, you know, I, whatever it is, a uh, cult, multicultural. Uh, you know, I spent three years in Israel on a multicultural tour of Meishar, you know, whatever it is. Right, that's going to help me my resume, even though it's, I never left Yeshiva. There's no multicultural. Multiculturalism is strange people. It's a problem. Once you attach. No, because that's how the only way we can know. What society expects? Yeah, but when he that's says four out of five, that is that is no. a number. Oh, if you're lying, that, yes, that, you can't lie again. You can't lie. So, I, for example, I have a cousin a who got into Warden and I asked him how to get into yeah. Warden from here. She never went to, to he went straight from he got into MBA program. I mean, he went to My undergrad, but I'm saying he, his resume. He so said he put in, <laughs> in his resume today. You know, you always have to have other stuff. He was in here in Israel, and he put in. Uh, you know, he created the Better Business Bureau of Mayor Shire and things. That's a lie. That that would be 100% prohibited. He got in, and today he's every he has a major job. He's a marketing director, post serial. I'm saying that's a problem. He's probably going to Moshe. He's stealing. He's every time he gets a check, he's stealing. But you know, embellishment would be okay. Understand? There's a difference between embellishment and lying. Do you hear the difference? Mm, not so happy with any yeah, of this. You don't have to be happy. No, I try, yeah. there's, a group, there's a group in the population that believes it. That they believe all the puffery. Yeah, but that, yeah. then they, they need therapy, that group. Meaning that, no. they, that group, they're fooling that's themselves. Why, that's why the government no. has all these... Ra- these no, but they're fooling themselves. Them. That group is fooling themselves. If they think they're going to get that woman, they're no, fooling themselves. No, they don't themselves. know any better. Uh, so that, that's called fooling themselves. So you're allowed Meaning, I don't have to worry about every Meshuggah who's going to believe that she's get, he's getting a date with Kate Upton just because he's buying a Prius. He's buying a Prius. He thinks he's going to get a date with Kate Upton. Then, then there's some there's a disconnect. There. I don't have to worry about that Meshuggah. Meaning, Halacha recognizes you go with normal. What is the society norm? Most people don't just because Kate Upton's in the commercial doesn't don't think they're going to get a date with her. So I think most healthy normal people more than kind of stupid, and they think they're going to get a date. <laughs> you don't have to account for them in any way. Uh, that's what Halach is saying. No, no. <laughs> Meaning, what what is the if it's fifty percent? Yes, but if it's seventy percent, understands is healthy normal people, then you don't have to worry about. It. That's what Halach is saying. We we understand people. The, the norm in the industry is. Is is therefore you, I'm not conveying a false impression if I'm doing that for those ten percent. That's their problem. They're creating. They're creating the false, the false expectations. That's the point. Just like in the Gemara, that case. That's what we're saying. That's not nice. Not nice. Not Allah has never. Who said Allah has to be nice? 
So this is a repeat of a discussion we have all the time, is does halacha change with the times? Think about the issue that men should not wear women's clothes. In this day and age, women wear pants all the time, so it's not considered women's clothes anymore. The halacha changed? No. Misleading becomes different when you have online services. You're not misleading anymore when anybody knows you can go buy stuff online. So, I mean, this is the same discussion we have over and over again. The science. So to me, halacha does change, and to no, no, that's no, what I'm saying. This is a re- this is a no, rehash of the same argument we have all the time. It's not halacha, halacha changes change. or not. The criteria. Stays the same. It's just the society it changed. Seems to me that the criteria dramatically changed. No, the criteria the is, is if they're wearing men's clothing. Right, the exactly. issue is, is a woman can wear men's clothing. continue to undermine halacha, and does Yossi continue to defend it? That's yes. really the issue here. That is a, a fact. Okay, okay, so we move on now. <laughs> so now, again, uh, I want to make it clear. So this, the, the this issue. You are because um, I'm saying. Again, all doesn't help, first of all, again, for explicit lying. It only helps for embellishment. Or, and there's a difference there, clearly in advertising. By the way, and this is in American law, it's, it's very similar. There, there's been lawsuits against uh, commercials, about companies that mm-hmm. advertise in certain ways. And, and there was, uh, I don't remember the... Apple, the all-natural ingredients. Yeah, yeah there are many lawsuits. Off. And many times, ba- basically, this is... The law allows for puffery, that's the word used in the cases that I've seen, but it doesn't allow for lying, meaning so puffery, there's a difference between puffery, puffery is the norm in advertisements, and that's the question, so, so, but I'm putting in halachic terms, I'm just changing it to, uh, there, the, it's clear that I want to convey a false impression in advertising, that's the end goal, the goal is buy the car, get the woman, or if you want the woman, get the car, sorry, whichever way, something like that, right, so, so, but, what I'm saying is, you're not conveying a false impression if everyone knows it's embellished. It's not That's my point. You just said it was 70 percent. Yeah, everyone means majority. Everyone means society at large. 50%. We don't have to worry about this three. The, yeah. You know, the, so this, listen. That's but why. But if I believed it's true, then for me, it's a lie you're telling me. Correct. Well, yeah, that's but that's what it's normative Judaism. Normative meaning more than fifty yeah, percent. Meaning, the, meaning it's that's why, that's for example, they don't let you advertise for cigarettes. They don't let you advertise certain things when kids are up in the in the regular hours because kids won't understand that difference in many things, and therefore some 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 things they don't let you advertise for kids because they they you're right they don't get it. As, as much as a normal, healthy adult. So now we can't, wow. society at large, halacha can't worry, and any legal system can't worry about the minorities, the 10% who uh, have cognitive dissonance and they can't so make that connection. This is embellishing. It's okay to advertise to kids. No, again, it was, uh, maybe, maybe yes, maybe not. I don't know. It's a good question. I never thought about it, that part. But what I'm saying is, we understand that. Meaning halacha is taking into account. We have to look at society. What is considered that I'm, that I'm um, fooling people? And at a certain point, when you cross the line, it's not, when everyone understands that this is the way people talk in hyperbole, people talk like that. Right? When before uh, you know, a boxing game, the guy says, I'm going to bash his head skull and kill the guy. No one arrests him for... Because for, everyone knows that's the way they talk. That's hyperbole. Right, you're investing for attempted murder. He's saying he's going to bash the guy's skull out and, and smash his brains out. Hyperbole, hello, every legal system has to recognize what's hyperbole and what's not. Which is something we're struggling today. This is the whole thing of Facebook anti-Semitism online and all this stuff. Which is, do you let people say certain things? How does that work? Which is, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating question. Where do you draw the line between 
The guy was just saying this, and I was joking. I posted things, yeah, kill all Jews. It wasn't night. Of course, I didn't mean it. It's, a, it's a, something we're struggling with today, with all with Twitter and Facebook. This is the question. Yeah. When someone posts something, politics, is he mean what he's saying? Just because he said he's going to kill the president, so we should put him in jail now? Guy posted, kill Trump. On his Facebook page, so he's now we should put him in. It, yeah, that, that's is, not okay. He's in jail. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's not okay. There would be thousands of people in jail. They're all in jail. They're all in jail. They investigate you. If, it, if it's not a serious threat, if it's understood, the guy puts emojis and, uh, and he puts uh, Trump, uh, you know. Right. Elon meaning. Musk calls the guy in Australia a pedophile, and he it's okay. He was let off. Okay, I don't know. That, that was a big deal. It was a trial. Right. Again, no, so I'm saying is again, if there are certain contexts where you understand people speak in hyperbole, and, 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 and therefore I'm not conveying a false impression, I'm not saying I really want to bust my opponent's brains out and splatter his brains on the floor, that is part of, uh, you know, a boxing fight to sell more tickets, in, uh, meaning that's an extreme case, but I'm saying, so why am I the only one? Not that <laughs> I agree with you, okay. it's wrong. Okay. Right. Well, I'm, I'm in the okay, so now, so moving now, now so again, I, so I want to... The issue has a lot of juice for you, and has a lot of juice for Ron. Ron, I, I think I'm any legal system has to recognize, again, puffery, this puffery, hyperbole, um, uh, and lying. Lying is probably... What is the difference between hyperbole and puffery? I don't know. Not sure. much. Not much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a similar kind. I mean, I... Same. Yeah. The... the the point is now, Definition I want to make it clear, is this, this concept that this yeah, is the norm doesn't allow you to steal. It doesn't allow one, it doesn't say now, okay, you're not stealing because this is the norm. Everyone uh, cheats on the taxes, therefore I'm allowed to cheat on my tax. Or everyone, uh, you know, th th that's, that's wrong. Everyone's shoplifting, so now I could also shop. Of course that doesn't work in that sense. It only works in the sense is if I'm conveying something or I'm exaggerating something and everyone knows that this is an exaggeration so that's where that's where we're saying there's some leeway there. you understand the difference that's a very important difference because now when we're, we're going to when you get into the medicine there's right. a major problem right. Let's get now, yeah, so now no, we one, get no one goes to the ball game it's too crowded <laughs> no one goes thank you Yogi Yogi Bear yeah he said no one goes to the ball game it's too crowded <laughs> Um, yeah, so now, when, so now when we, said, when no we, goes to that restaurant, I, it's too crowded. Oh, and I have to find more examples where it's, I, I couldn't, <coughs> I didn't have time to actually find halacha where it actually discusses this concept. Um, but there are many things that go with what's called industry. For example, I'll just give you another example where it's borders on stealing. Let's say, you know, uh, people uh, at line on work is a big issue today where your employees are spending much time on the internet during work. So would you call that stealing? Meaning many places have, uh, or they have, uh, you know, uh, they have a policy in the office, you can't do anything besides work related on the internet. Everyone knows, listen, a lot of the time it's being people who are gonna go. There's a deal, there's to get a text, there's a good deal, they're gonna go buy it on during work time. Would you call that stealing? That they're stealing the company's time? Yeah, they're not working. So, meaning, it's not so, meaning no one, or let's say a guy, uh, you know, you have no cell phone policy at work. And this guy goes to the bathroom and he goes on his he calls from the stall. All right, which is, I think, the norm today in many places. So does that mean he's stealing? Meaning if everyone knows, listen, no one, no boss is going to go, you know, hold the employee to that. It's the industry standard. Again, I'm showing you that industry standard. Wait, 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 wait. Meaning the industry standard has, has an effect 
on the, <coughs> the legalities I'm not sure of, you're of stealing. So explain what about the industry standard. So, I'm telling you what halacha says. It could be not correct. You might not like it, but halacha says meaning no one is gonna meaning if a, if an employee takes a, one paper from the printer, is someone gonna say that they you know you, you fire him over that? Okay, I'm sure it's happened. So is that you know is that really grounds for firing today? took a paper firms, you know, and made his shopping list on he or she. Meaning, it's understood. You're going to have employees, they're going to take a paper clip. The boss understands that that's the norm. So therefore, the, the bar for stealing has now gone down. Am I really stealing when I take one paper clip for my personal use? Or not? That's really the question here. So it's many times, industry standard will be the norm. So if the norm is, for example, I'll show you another meaning a contract where, let's say, this, it's vague. Okay, but there's a certain amount of breaks a day, a certain amount of, of uh, bathroom breaks you have to, meaning what you look at the industry standard, and that's going to define the contract. So if this guy is going too many times to the bathroom or spending too much time online, beyond the industry standard, that's grounds for firing. But if he's not, if that's the norm in this industry that everyone, you know, uh, you know goes into the bathroom and uses their cell phone, even though technically the policy is can't use your cell phone at work, you can't fire the guy over that, legally, even. So, about I'm saying, so Allah recognizes that, that industry standard plays a role in contractual obligations. And again, you can't steal, but taking one paper clip is the norm, and therefore that's it's not called stealing. Slope. What about it is a slippery slope. What about six paper clips? Oh, so you're right. So you, again, we have to look at what is, what's considered the norm and what's crossing the line. It's a good question. I once had a guy, uh, I was giving a class shoes. about paper clips. This guy came over to me and like I was shocked. If you like the guy, case. If you don't like the guy, it's two paper clips. Uh, you're right. So it's, it's, a, it's a fun, it's a very, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's not vague, but what I'm, I'm just pointing out, there are certain things that industry standard will define the law. And industry standard will define the halacha also. Halacha recognizes that. So halacha changes based on industry yes, standard. but not that halacha is changing. Halacha is saying industry standard is... So defining it, it changes based on the industry standard. No, the the outcome of the halacha changes. The the criteria of the halacha is eternal, remains the same, which is whatever the industry standard is. That's <laughs> what defines it. So the so the halacha is saying there's a moving bar. Halacha is not changing. The ruling is changing. Again, the criteria the remains the same. The, no. Halacha is tied to halacha the can't change. If you had a halacha from the 1800s and you didn't have internet yet, you couldn't possibly have. Apply that halakha right. on the internet. But the halakha is the same in 1800 as in 2020, but the, now you have the internet to deal with. Does the halakha change? No. It's yeah, the internet that changes. How do you apply yes. the halakha to the internet? Halakha is not like independent. Pain. If halakha no, is course. independent, then I can understand the eternal whatever. But the fact that it is not independent, it is dependent on industry standards, whatever, however we define yes, that. Meaning the halakha says, whatever the industry says is, that is called stealing. That, that defines that halakha itself. But it's not the halakha, no, the ruling changes, the outcome. It's like saying, um, you know, the constitution changed because now we have Facebook and now there's a different concept of free speech. No, the constitution remains the same. We have to apply the constitutional law to Facebook, a free speech, what's called freedom of speech. But we're not uh, applying halakha to the industry standard. It's the opposite. We're applying industry right. standard to halakha. So we're <coughs> exactly. So the halakha has not changed. Halakha said, whatever is the norm in that society, like pants, is a great example. You, the Torah says very clearly, a woman cannot wear a man's garment. A man cannot wear a woman's. If in this society, this is now a man's garment, halakha didn't change. The halakha is the same. A woman can't wear a man's garment. She's not wearing a man's garment. She's wearing pants, which today is a woman's garment. 
also. And therefore, so it's not that halacha changed. Right. The outcome of the halacha changed. Because the result. The constitution analogy. Can we move this fight to medical coding? We're not going to sell this one. hasn't changed. We never have, never will. But At least you make it how it's interpreted has changed no. all the time. No, not even how it's interpreted. It's how we apply new facts on the ground to, to the, the constitutional standard. So the constitution has never changed.